Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gary and Jesse Talk About Stuff podcast on Monday, May 17, 2021. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Gary. How are you doing this morning? I am doing relatively well, and how are you after the weekend of festivities and things? There was a thing at Orange City over this past few weeks, or, or it feels like weeks, uh, past few days. Um, it feels like weeks. That's a good I think it was... <laughs> I think it was like six weeks long, something like that. Yeah, it took um, half a year. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, I am still recovering. I told Jesse right away this morning, like, I've been in a daze uh, just since probably Thursday, Wednesday. Like, it's all just one big blur. Yeah. Uh, slept like a rock the last couple nights because the few nights before that, it was up late. Um or, yeah, stay up late, get up early, all that kind of stuff. So the sleep pattern was out the window. Eating was just out the window. You could eat whatever you want. Yep. They yep. didn't have the wing king. That was the one thing that really They struggled. really didn't? No, nah, they weren't there. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. But there was also those little pancakes. That's um, what I asked Gary before we came Poffergies. I was like, did you get any little pancakes? And he literally just looks at me and goes, and I could see the sorrow just in his heart. It was just a single tear <laughs> that went ever. flat. Yeah, <laughs> no, no poffergies. I didn't get any of those. I did get one funnel cake, so that was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of like running to this place to that place and stop and grab a funnel cake on the way or something like that. Like mm. it was a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not a Dutch pea soup guy, so I'm okay with missing out on that one. I was fine with that. Yep. Um, the the best one that I had, or the like, kind of exciting part, was a root beer float from 1919 root beer. That was really Ooh, awesome. That is good stuff. That was really good. Nice. Um, let's not talk about it for a little bit because I think I have like shell shock from it a mm. little bit too. So let's talk about something else. Uh, first we should tell everybody, like if you're tuning in for the first time and you want to know some important stuff, uh, what's important, uh, huddle meeting coming up this Sunday, yep. uh, which means we're going to just talk about some updates, some, uh, business aspect of the church. Make sure you stay after church so that you can see that kind of thing. Yep. Um, we're starting kind of the series of Pentecost, right? We're going to both be talking about Pentecost for a little bit. Yep. Um, am I right or am I wrong? No, I think you're right. We're actually ending our previous series, okay. which is about the 50 days between Easter and Pentecost in Sheldon, and we're actually ending this Sunday on Pentecost. Gotcha. So I think we're both focusing on Pentecost. Just you're starting a series about it, and I'm ending a series about it. There you go. It. That so, sounds good. Yep. So then you can go ahead and tune out if you want to. Those are the important things that you really need to know. Yep. Now we get into just Gary and Jesse talking about random stuff. Epic. Oh, that's for whom the bell tolls. Time marches on. Metallica. Nice. It does. Yeah. It's a medium large church. Cathedral bell strike 12. Close and clean. Close and clean. So that's actually, so literally it's called medium large church? Yeah. Medium large church. Huh. Do they measure that in terms of size? Or I would say in terms of the or? bell size, I would oh, guess. Oh, gotcha. Right? I'm like, how do you how do you qualify that? Right. How does that work? Anyway. Um, we were talking about um, poffergies, right? And all of the good kind of food or whatever. Mm -hmm. Can I look up like the top 12 American 
snacks. Mm. And there would be something. Here you go. Eat the. Eatthis.com. All right. Has the top 25 most popular snacks in America. Yep. We are so going to win this one. Oh, I get We know snacks. Oh, I know snacks. Should we just jump down? Like, you want me to jump past all these other ones? Yeah. Because we don't want, like, the top 25. No. We want, like, the top 10. Yeah, that's good with me. Yeah, let's do that. All right, you ready for number 10? Yes. Do you want to take any guesses? Well, we got chips. We got, it looks like some candy in there. Okay. Um, It looks like they kind of get a little widespread but mm. yeah okay so so is like 10 like just chips or is it a specific brand 10 is of a chips? chips okay so uh doritos you are wrong that oh, was wow. way up here i scrolled past it somewhere i feel like they should be what? higher doritos are number 16 that's this i turn it off this website is wrong eat that's this, america's favorite snack eat this.com come on man cool ranch is the best um number 10 was frito lays you're telling me that more people eat straight Frito-Lays than they do Doritos. Boy, I don't think I agree with them. What kind of a nightmare scenario would that be? Okay, anyway. here's number nine. Uh, the dry-roasted peanuts from Planters. Above Doritos? Yeah. This is this is wrong. This I don't is know. Heresy. If this... you think about like a wedding or something, like isn't that like a really popular thing to have on the table? Well, that's true. I just the dry-roasted peanuts. I did go to a wedding, and they did So have that could mix. be like... All of the like what they're taking into account or whatever I guess. Right. Um, number eight, Oreo cookies. I get that one. Those need to be higher though, Those don't they? Those need to be higher. That should be like number three. I also think there's a difference here. Would you like? I I I don't understand the reasoning of having a single stuffed Oreo cookie. Like why? <laughs> why? Why would you have a single stuff when there's double stuff on the table? Yeah. Why would you have a single stuff? Like, so, really? You're going to hate me, but I actually prefer the wafer Get to the cream. Here. I like the Get thin ones. Here. The thin the thin stuff? That yeah. is disgusting. Oh, it's the best. We have we have gone through so much together. <laughs> and that might be the thing that's <laughs> like, this are is, you serious? This is the division. This right is the here. division yeah. right here. So if I my, don't think we could agree anymore. If someone give me a double stuff Oreo, I literally tear half the cream off. Oh, for crying out Throw that on. away. And eat it with a regular amount of cream. I'm mad at you. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, so I ha- I'm confused about number. So number ten was Frito Lay's, but it has a picture of the sour cream and onion. So mm. they must be dividing all of them. Oh, gotcha. because number seven is just plain classic oh, Frito Lay's because it goes with dip. Right. I read you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge, like, just classic potato chip guy. Like, no. if they got to have a little bit of flavor, I think. You yeah. know what's incredible, though? Mm. The um, sour cream and onion dip. I will actually agree with you on That's that. That's fantastic. It is fantastic. And I hate onions, but yeah. I love that stuff. Number six is, uh, I keep forgetting to kiss the mic. Don't forget to kiss the mic. Kiss the mic. Uh, Kit Kat. Okay. I, get, I could go I, with that. I can go with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get into, I suppose you could argue, like, which one of your candy bars is your favorite or whatever. But, mm. yeah, that's mm. going to be a lot of division. Right. Oh, this is an interesting choice. This is out of left field a little bit, but I kind of agree with them. Ritz crackers. Ha, really? Yeah, I could see that. You put some cheese on there. Yeah, I guess. Like, so oh, I, man, those are good. Like a cheese and meat platter. Yeah, yeah okay. with a little Ritz cracker, yeah. the buttery, like, oh, yeah. They are the best cracker. I mean, come on. I will agree with this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
Number four, Quaker Oats. What? Quaker How oats? is that even on the list? Are you serious? Who can resist an instant oats? I really don't agree. Oh, we might have to write this website. That's not even. I think I think eat this, not that, or whatever this is that yeah, I'm looking at is yeah. not a real website. This is horrible. This Quaker Oats. Is oh, this here. website owned by Quaker? We're back into agreeing, though. On number three. Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, I can get behind Fantastic. that. Fantastic. I can get behind that. Um, I don't say this to make anybody uh, feel bad, but it was my birthday this past week. Yes. Um, to make you feel bad, you yeah. forgot. By the I way, I totally but... texted you. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you didn't forget. <laughs> Good job. Nailed it. But like the number one thing that someone will get me is a Reese's peanut butter cup, and so now I have like five packages of Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh yeah. And so I. I think it's like a year-long thing. Like, give me enough to get by the year, and then we'll be okay. Yep. So, yeah, buy me a pack of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and I'll love you forever. Delicious. Number two. I can see the classicness here, but I also can disagree. Just the straight Hershey's Milk Chocolate Bar. Not even with almonds, just no, the straight just bar. just the straight bar, ah, number two. There's some classic, like, you kind of got to, right? Like, yeah. it's it's just yeah. there. It's there. Uh, okay. Yeah. I feel like that's a, that's a throwaway. That's how do you feel too. about, so, number one, the almonds, right? Yep. Like, you put those in there. Are you okay with that? Oh, yeah. I love the almond ones. Yeah. How do you feel about the cookies and cream Hershey's? No. Can't, really? Can't do it. I, I like it. But it's like you can't do too much of it. Like no. you can only have like a couple of them, and then it's like, oh man, yeah, this is so rich. It's it's the texture too. It's yeah. just like, why don't these cookies crunch? But Ooh. also, why don't they not crunch? There were some. <laughs> this is should be on the American list. Yeah. There were some red, white, and blue Hershey's. Hey oh, but they had like the sprinkles, almost like it. Oh yeah, it tasted like a donut sprinkle kind of in there or whatever. Yep. That was incredible. Yep, I've had that those. was really good. Very good. And it was America. And that's what makes it the best. Tastes like freedom. Rock flag and eagle. <laughs> and that's what makes America <laughs> obese. <laughs> Because we that's, we that's, celebrate our freedom by eating Hershey's. What makes America great? No. What makes America obese? Boom. Hershey's. Hershey's. Stuff. Thanks Nailed a lot, it. Hershey's. Yep. Uh, number one. Of course. You want to take a guess? You've looked at I've it I've looked already. at it. It's uh, M&M's. It's M&M's, I mean, yeah. It's, it's you can't be, go wrong there, right? You can't. And the peanut ones are the best, followed closely by the peanut butter. I could agree with you there. Yeah. Um, I, And I would even say the original, the milk chocolate. like. Yeah. They're just so solid. Like no, nobody that like really doesn't like them. Like, right. They're just there. Right. Like, you'll eat them. No it's one's just gonna, a classic snack. No one's gonna turn down an M M&M and M. Right. Ever, right. Unless I you have like a chocolate you. allergy. Well, but, yeah. yeah. Is chocolate? Can you have a chocolate allergy? Is I have that a no thing? idea. I put, I feel bad I, for if you do. I would I mean, assume so. I'm sorry if you have a chocolate allergy. That's yeah. really horrible. Yeah, this last segment was not for you. Not for you. Transition time. Yeah. <laughs> for Watch whom the bell? Hey, well done, boys. Woo! Nailed it. All right. What was happening at Sheldon last week? You finished up a series, right? Yeah. Well, we're actually finishing it up this Sunday. Okay. So, what um, was last week? So this is that bell going to keep going forever? I think or what? so. Like, stop it. Yeah. That's, Stop. Wow, that is a long bell. That was a long bell. Jeez. That must not be the medium large one. That no, must be the That large, was the long extra large. Extra large. Yeah. Um, so we talked uh this last week we talked about uh Jesus ascending to heaven. Mm. We've been going through the fifty days of 
uh, from Easter to Pentecost. We've talked about all the times Jesus appeared to somebody, uh, Jesus appearing to the disciples, the guys on the road to, you know, Emmaus, the guys um, doubting Thomas. Mm -hmm. We talked about appearing to women, the miracle of the fish, and now we uh, have talked about Jesus ascending and Mm -hmm. what that means uh, for us and how we can learn from what he told the disciples, which was basically them, or he promised them the gift of the Holy Spirit to come in a couple of days, and they said, well, are you going to restore Israel? Kind of a weird question, and he goes, you know what, that's for the Father to know, why don't you just focus on me and do my work? And That's pretty good. The basic takeaway was, in our lives, though we all have understandable things that weigh on our hearts, um most times the Lord's going to look at us and go, hey, you know what? I'm going to take care of that. Mm -hmm. Why don't you focus on me and do my work? That's pretty good. In doing so, the Father will take care of the rest. And don't you think, like, it's almost cliched, like, just just focus on Jesus. Just focus on Jesus. And yet it's so incredibly true, right? In the midst of the storm, in the midst of the busyness, Focus on Jesus yeah. and let the chips fall where they may, right? Yep, absolutely. The, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Ascension Day was this past week. Yep. And I would like to talk a little bit about that because you obviously talked about it, talked yep. about his ascension. Yep. Um, someone asked me several weeks ago for a devotional to sort of prepare for Ascension Day. And that really struck me because I think historically, maybe this is just me missing the point or whatever, but historically, Ascension Day isn't something in the Reformed Church that we, like, make a big deal out of. Correct. Like, it's just kind of there. Yep. And that's to our detriment, I think, isn't it? Because Ascension Day is huge. Like, we obviously needed him to be here on this earth. But we obviously needed him to return to be that translator for us, right? And to leave his Holy Spirit. He said a couple times, didn't he? Like, it's for my, it's for your benefit that I'm leaving so that your Holy Spirit can be here. Yeah, he said in the book of Matthew, he said, uh, I actually referenced this yesterday, he said, um, I have to leave so that the Spirit can come upon you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just, oh, maybe I'll leave. It was like, I have to go now. Right. So the Spirit can come upon you. So he had to leave for that reason. He had to leave uh, in body so that we have hope of the afterlife in body, you know. So he sits at the right hand of God in body, you know, interceding for us the whole Mm -hmm. night. So there's a bunch of reasons why it was necessary for him to depart this earth. We just got a comment. It was a very deep theological question as we're talking about uh, Ascension Day. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Negus wants to know, Gary wears hats. <laughs> yup. Yup. Jamie has not seen you a whole lot, apparently, because I've seen you wear a hat. I wear hats. I'm yeah. a hat guy. Yeah, you wear I hats. always want to be more of a hat guy, uh-huh. and then, like, if I get the wrong one, I feel like it makes my head look silly because oh. my head is so big. <laughs> and, like, if you get a tiny little hat, it looks kind of weird. And if but if you get, like, these dad-looking hats, like, yeah. then I'm okay. It feels like your temples are being slowly crushed right? in at your sides. Oh, yeah. Let's go down this road. How we're okay? So Ascension Day was Thursday, May thirteen. You know what May thirteen was? May thirteen, yeah. Ascension Day. Yeah, that. <laughs> and it was my birthday. And it was your birthday. I so you know how old you. I am now? I know I texted you, you. I don't think you did. I but totally okay. did. I totally you know how old I am? Uh, thirty nine, I believe. You're right. Yeah. You knew that quicker than I knew it, by yep. the way, because <laughs> I had to ask Sandra like four times, like, "Wait, how old?" Yep. So yep. let's go down this road. 
I'm starting to accept I am a middle-aged dad kind of guy. Yep. Like, socks with sandals, dad hats, yep. shorts that look silly. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm just starting to accept it now. Yep. Absolutely. Are you ready for this? Because I'm ready. You're there. Oh, yeah. It's great. But yeah. you're still doing the stocking hat, like, yeah. kind of grunge look from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you absolutely. okay with that? Oh, like, absolutely. Like, yeah. when does that run out, though? So, I go through phases. Okay. Right? When I was in high school, I used to wear a lot of Hawaiian shirts. I had, like, a que- I had like a I think I remember you showing me a bunch yeah. of pictures of that. Like, 75 of them. And then, <laughs> in college, uh, the first part of college, I wore basically, like, camouflage everything, just because. Didn't wear shoes for a while. And then after that, I just started dressing up just to throw people off. So I had, like, button-down shirts and jeans. And then I got into this just because. Right. So I don't know. I, it's I just wear your stuff. style. I just wear stuff because I like it. Right. And Do you ever think about, like, I'm going to be a 50-year-old guy and I'm going to be looking the same or dressing different or what? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'll probably look way different. Yeah? Yeah. I, I feel, so I was into polos for a long time oh, there. yep, yep. Um, Probably through like seminary time or whatever, but I feel like I've transitioned into t-shirt and shorts, t-shirt and jeans. Like that's yep. it. Like yep. that's what I want to wear all the time. Yep. It it just matters what you're most comfortable in. Right. I just wear comfortable clothes. Just go care. with what's comfortable, Jamie. I don't care if they. So look Jamie's good. asking what's like. What he's really asking is, is that what you're most comfortable in, Jamie? The deep theologicalness of this is just. You be you. Yeah. You've been gifted. You've been blessed to be you. Yes. You be you. Yes. And don't let Brittany keep telling you what kind of yeah. colors you can wear. You can wear whatever color you want. Yeah, exactly. Unless Brittany says you can't. Unless and then she don't. says you can't, then don't do that. Exactly. All right. So Ascension Day was on Thursday, May 13. Yeah. Um, I remember preaching this route of Jesus having the conversation as he's ready to ascend. And I remember saying, using the analogy of, it was like a interview of a coach that I've seen one time, uh, where the coach wanted to talk about, you know, the next game or whatever. And the interviewer kept asking like just the silliest question, like, yeah, but what about that flag on the third down or whatever? And the coach kept like redirecting the interview, like, nope, nope, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this over here. Yep. And I felt like that's what Jesus's conversation was with the disciples. Because yeah. didn't they ask him, like, yeah, but when is the kingdom being uh, overrun or whatever? And yeah. he's like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. we're talking, we're not talking about that. We're talking about this over here. Is, Did you get into that at oh, all? Oh, absolutely. A bit? That was pretty much uh, half of the message was the entire refocusing of Christ. Right. I mean, their exact words, if I remember correctly, are. Lord, are you at this time now going to restore the kingdom of Israel? Mm-hmm. And by them saying now at this time, they want they were like, is it time like now, now here? Like not later here, right? Right. And uh, the kingdom they obviously wanted, you know, what they had centuries ago, which right. was the political and territorial kingdom. And Jesus just basically says, "You don't need to know that here. This right. is your promise of the Holy Spirit. This is the work you focus have to do. Focus over here. Focus over here. Right. Don't focus on earthly stuff. Focus on me. Which is amazing because they had the walk to Emmaus, right? They yeah. had the time where they were sitting with him and, and he was explaining all of it. They yep. had him 
uh, eating with them uh, in that upper room. They had him eating on the shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the time where they were listening to him ask Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you yep. love me? Yep. All of these things where you would think, oh, now it clicks. Like the disciples get it now. Like he had to die. This is not his kingdom, this earthly kingdom. We're working for something else. And yet, even still, like five seconds before he's leaving, yeah. wait, we don't get it. Yeah, we don't, what's, what's going on here? Like, Absolutely. That's amazing to me, the roller coaster. And it gives me some comfort in the fact that, like, there's days where I think, like, oh, man, I kind of get it. Like, I get mm-hmm. what you're going for, God. Like, mm-hmm. let's do this thing. And then the very next day, I'm like, I no oh, idea. I got to get really excited about something about the earth. Like, yep. there's nothing... It, that the roller coaster doesn't stop. No, right? and and the cool part is like the disciples are exactly like us because right. they there's many times we focus on our own stuff or unearthly stuff rather than Christ, and he constantly is going, "Look, I know you don't get it, but focus on me. Just right. focus on me. Just focus on me." And so it's comforting to know that uh, you know the eleven disciples because uh, Matthias hadn't been chosen until after that passage. Mm. Um. The eleven disciples, even after three to three and a half years with Jesus every single day, after seeing his resurrection, still didn't completely understand the gospel. Right. So it's like, hey, I can't. I'm not too terrible of a person. These eleven guys who were his buddies and his followers didn't get it. We can take some sort of relaxness in that, right? Like, okay, so I don't have to have it all figured out right now. Well, and the cool part about that story too is like they actually had some justifiable cause for those questions Mm -hmm. you know jesus constantly talked about being a king even though they took him out of context they wanted israel back etc etc there's a whole bunch of reasons but jesus still says don't worry about that worry about me and then after he goes they were still looking up into the sky two men dressed in white stood beside them why do you stand here looking yeah (laughs) that's amazing to me like yeah. Again, it actually echoes. There's so much like throwbacks, right? As you look at scripture, like it references back to something that references back to something. Yeah. Uh, why do you stand here looking? Why are you looking for the living among the dead? Yep. Uh, just the frank questions that they had in the tomb, uh, yep. the frank questions that Christ kept giving them throughout his time. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. And it's amazing how we stand here looking into the sky or looking in the place that we shouldn't be looking when he's asking us or calling us to look somewhere else, right? One of my favorite parts about that that story is it says he was enveloped by a cloud, hidden by a cloud. Mm -hmm. Well, if you dive into Jewish tradition and you dive into some of the language stuff, that uh, cloud, most scholars think, was the exact same cloud of the Old Testament, Exodus, etc., mm. when it would descend in the temple. Ooh. And so it was Jesus not just being hidden behind a wisp of that's dampness. That's pretty good. It was him ascending into the presence of the Father. That's amazing. And so it's like this whole, and that's you saying callback reminded me of that. Because yep. callback, it's not just a callback to, oh, okay, this is the start of my ministry. It's a callback to thousands of years ago when the presence right. of God was in cloud form, right. a pillar of cloud with them. That's amazing. There's Jesus. That was horrible. Just wait for it. Okay, never mind. It's not working. Do you even hear them? Those are jingle bells somewhere. Oh, I'm I'm still waiting for. (laughs) I don't even hear them. (laughs) This is the worst 
website of all This time. is not the worst. We've had so many worst. Like, <laughs> some people are listening right now and like, wow, this is horrible. <laughs> oh, no. Go listen to some of our earlier podcasts. We oh, used yeah. to be way worse at this. Way worse. We're so good at this now. Look at... See? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, See? if if nothing says we're crushing, if something says we're crushing it, it's nothing like the Nokia. If text only Gary and Jesse notes. could talk to Gary and Jesse, yeah, like in Bill and Ted's, where they get to talk to themselves. Like we should go back in time, yeah, and tell those podcasters that were sitting in the Sheldon campus across from each other, looking at glass, looking through glass. Hey, it's going to get better. Yeah. Why did we do that, by the way? I don't know. It was supposedly going to stop, like, if your microphone picked me up and my microphone picked you up. Like, That's that right. kind of yeah. stop the reverb a little bit. But... Remember the one we did in the car? That was a huge embarrassing failure. I feel like that, so to tie in Marvel, because why would we not? Right. Uh, you know how... Hawkeye and Black Widow always say like, oh man, it kind of reminds me in Budapest. Mm. And then they never really explain it. Yeah. Like that should be our Budapest. Yeah. Like you remember that time we did it in the car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving yeah, on. Moving on. And never explain yeah. that because it was awesome, but was, now I'm explaining it. So let's not, yeah. don't we, explain it. Just shall, let it live in mystery. We shall never mention it. We again shall never we talk it. about it again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, and you're going to always be wondering, like, oh, I wish I could listen to that podcast. Right. You're right. It <laughs> yeah. was the best one yep. ever. And you missed it. And you're it. never going to hear it. It's <laughs> yeah, a bummer. Uh, so what did you guys do in Orange City this last week? Uh, nothing. Uh, we didn't do our service here. <laughs> I love that because I know that you did something in, as a community, but it's like, what'd you do? Nothing. I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Anyway, sorry. We didn't have our service here. I also, I would have loved to put oh. up a security camera or something to see how many people, if anybody, if it was you, I'm sorry for making fun of you, but if anybody showed up and like walked around at 10 o'clock right. here in the worship center and like, huh. Yeah. So, uh, Wait a minute. So you think, you think that praise team minute. was coming is out? There, or uh, somebody coming up? Uh, like, I hope that happened. And right. just humor me. If you <laughs> if you didn't do that, just call me and tell me that you did. Like, just yep. to make me feel like that was funny. <laughs> um, we had a community uh, worship service where, uh, depending on which church, like, is in the rotation or whatever, um, First Reformed here in town and First CRC, uh, took that one because they are both celebrating 150 years of existence. First RCA is too. Yeah. Uh, they gotcha. were both within 150 years. Um, gotcha. Susquiton Centennial, something like that. Something I like am that. Gonna, I, I was really happy that a couple of the pastors said that word because I was like, oh, man, that's gutsy. Mm. Yeah, because I probably would say it wrong or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they celebrate 150 years, uh, sesquicentennial. That's what it is. Gotcha. 150 year celebration. Gotcha. So then they actually did a couple of fun things. They tag team preached. Um, Pastor Mark Van Zandy from First CRC, Pastor Tim Breen from First Reformed, and that was really cool to see um, how they partnered on that. And then Pastor Mark Haverdink from uh, First Reformed mm. gave a couple of, like, here's what was happening in 1940. So that was pretty fun, too, because uh, it would have been 
1941 or whatever. 1841. Uh, or uh, 1841. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Is that right? 1861. 71. 1871. Oh, then why did he Oh, they were celebrating gotcha. 80 years of Tulip Festival. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, he said there were a couple times there where they ended up not doing the Tulip Festival uh, hmm. during a couple of the wars or whatever. And so, yeah, they took some breaks. But for the most part, it was 80 years ago. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, just a lot of celebration there. Uh, a lot of excitement around being done with the weekend, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of just breathing of hearing that we can partner together uh they looked at philippians chapter one and really understood that hey we're all in this together kind of idea gotcha um i've always been partial i remember this from being a little kid um been excited about worshiping outside like there's just something really cool about getting your blankets getting your chairs and going and sitting outside and uh, listening to music and hearing a message or whatever. So I, I would love to, let's try to do that sometime, but we got to figure out all of the Minutia. outside details and all that kind of stuff. But yep. it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun too. Yep. So, so yeah, we weren't here in the building, but we were worshiping out at the downtown park there. Gotcha. Um, should we switch over to what we're going to be talking about just a little bit and see if we can find some stuff to talk about there? Yeah, we're going to be, uh, well, first of all, I guess in Sheldon, we're going to be talking about Acts 2, the the famous passage of mm-hmm. Pentecost, tongues of fire coming upon the believers, mm-hmm. speaking in uh, uh, tongues so that other people can understand them and mm-hmm. and. Uh, the, the mighty wind. We're going to be talking about not only what happened and how awesome it would have been to see and be part of, but mm-hmm. how it is still awesome today mm-hmm. uh, because the Spirit didn't just go away. The Spirit still exists and He still works within us. Um, some things may have changed as far as how we see Him move, but mm-hmm. it's still the same Spirit. So that same excitement then it should be the same excitement now. I was kind of looking over Pentecost again or whatever and... Uh... There, I I wanted to understand they were all together in one place. Like so, number one, there's a lesson there, right? Yeah. But then this sudden blowing of a violent wind, yeah. like we don't have that same experience. No. But like you said, we have the Holy Spirit working. We truly believe that He is working mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning. He's working. As you and I sit and try to figure out what to say, as the worship team plans the songs, like that's the Holy Spirit working, right? Mm-hmm. So trying to tie the years together of like, hey, just because he's not working in that way doesn't mean he's not working. Right. And then probably going down the road of like, who is the Holy Spirit, right? Because don't we have just a general like uncomfortableness if we start talking like oh holy spirit holy spirit yeah just because it's not seen very clearly i guess i would say like mm-hmm. uh we're we're scared of what we don't know right right um right. i think where i'm trying to go is reference the book uh forgotten god by francis chan like i think that's a really good book about 
we kind of tend to put the Holy Spirit like over at the other table, like Father, Son, for sure. We know exactly what they do. We know exactly what uh, we think they look like, that kind of thing. But Holy Spirit is just sort of undefined in some ways. Yeah. Am I right? Am yeah. I on the right track there? I think you're absolutely right. Um, I think the the interesting thing about the Holy Spirit is that it doesn't have a concrete definition as far as a mm -hmm. dictionary definition. Right. Um, in the scriptures, we right. know exactly what um, the Father's role is. We know exactly right. what Christ's role is. The Holy Spirit's role, even though somewhat defined, is more nebulous. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But Jesus calls him counselor. Uh, right. He, he's known as the wind. He's known as the mover, the doer, right. the the great interpreter for the mm -hmm. Father's will on our lives. And so it's just, it's interesting to think about the Holy Spirit because he has manifested in different ways and he will continue to do so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we in the Reformed tradition, we believe that the uh, the apostolic age, as we call it, is, is over. Mm -hmm. And while speaking in tongues and various other things can exist, we just don't see it that tremendously mm -hmm. often because the Spirit has chosen to work through the hearts of people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's difficult because the Holy Spirit's, like you said, very undefined. Mm -hmm. But but that's what we're going to be talking about, right? Yeah. On Sunday, I think both campuses, it looks like we're looking at the same chapter, yep. uh, Acts chapter 2. Of course, around the world, a lot of people are going to be talking about Holy Spirit because of Pentecost, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, my hope is that that's not the only time that we really focus on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, Pentecost is a natural time to do that, but we obviously need the Holy Spirit. And yeah, there's so many definitions or analogies that you can give there of how much we need him. Um, one of my favorites is, I, I think I did this at a Curseal or a talk somewhere or something, where if I don't have the Holy Spirit, in my preparation where I don't have the Holy Spirit as I'm speaking, it ends up being like uh, the teacher on Charlie Brown where it's just yeah. me want, 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 because there, there's nothing there without him being the fire, without him being the fuel. Yeah. It just ends up falling flat, so to speak, right? If, if we're teaching with the Holy, without the Holy Spirit, the best we can teach is morality. Right. And then that's not the gospel. Right, right. So, so obviously need for the Holy Spirit there, right? Yep, yep. exactly. Uh, then you're transitioning after Sunday. Oh, we should talk also on Sunday is uh, huddle meeting. Yes. Uh, which we historically call our church meetings or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, both campuses are holding this. Um, it's basically just kind of update. Uh, from some of the various teams, yep. Uh, what's going on? What council's been working on? What care team has been working on? What MST has been working on? And then probably, if we have time, just asking that question that we talked about, like, what are some things y'all are celebrating yeah. uh, over the past year, over the past two years? Like, where do you see God working? Yeah. And then going forward, where can we put our foot on the pedal? Mm -hmm. uh, where can we partner with God in mm -hmm. the gospel? And just asking some of those questions. But we want to keep it short, right? Because we understand yeah. um, after church, uh, you probably got places to go and all that kind of stuff. So try to keep it, what do you think, in half hours? Yeah, like I that. think about half hour would be about right. Yeah. Um, are you guys going to do food afterwards, too? No, no, we are not. We're going to try to, um, as far as I know, anyways. But I'll give you more details on that if you're listening, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, we, sorry, I had like something that poked me in the elbow there <laughs> real quick. So, 
Uh, Are you okay? I hope so. I don't know what that is. Can we get the production team to work on that? Seriously, I'm going to have to go get bandaged up. I think I got stung by the desk. Guys, help him here. I think the soundboard stung me. Hey. Yeah, hurts. Anyway. get in on that. So, so, um, yeah, we're going to be... We're going to be doing a huddle meeting, so please we join us after the service. We are derailing here yes. just a little bit. Yes, we are. That was a cartoon pop. That was a huge pop. All right. So, huddle meeting, May 23, after church. Make sure you stick around for that. Yep. Then we kind of have two different roads that we're going on, Sheldon and Orange City. You're doing Who is Jesus? A Study of the Savior. Yep. All the way through June, right? That's correct, yep. Um, we are doing because of Pentecost. So we're actually going to look at sermons, or the sermon, that Peter gave, kind of the talk that Peter gave. Wow. And we're going to talk a little bit about the fulfillment of some of the Old Testament stuff that he says. Uh, so we're calling it because of Pentecost. Going through verse 41. Yep, yep. all the way through there of chapter 2. Nice. Um, and then in July... We join together on a road, uh, battles of the Old Testament. We had talked a little bit, Jesse and I, about the fact that, number one, we want to do a series together. We haven't done that in a little while. Mm -hmm. Number two, we haven't looked at the Old Testament in a lot, in a little while. And so we're going to look at some of the battles of the Old Testament and what they have to do with fulfilling the gospel, Mm -hmm. uh, with being a picture of what God is doing even today. So we'll look at that through July. Yep. And then it'll be summer, and uh, yeah, yeah, all bets are off on yeah. summer. We don't even, I mean, summer, but I think we're just going to, you know, wing it. Should we just wing it? Just wing it. Yeah. Yeah, be fine. Um, we'll I have, figure something out probably. I have had requests for the question series to come back, but we'll mm. have to discuss we that. We'll talk about that maybe. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so we got you scheduled for the huddle meeting. We told you about the top 12 America snacks. We talked about Ascension Day. Uh, we talked about the fact that they're going to do a deep dive into who Jesus is in Sheldon. Uh, we're going to do a deep dive into Peter's sermon uh, because of Pentecost in Orange City. Uh, we talked about what 150-year celebration is. Do you remember the word? Sesquicentennial. You said it so well, sesquicentennial. Thank you. Talked about the Holy Spirit. Talked about uh, pop sounds from zapsplat.com. Don't forget to give. Don't forget to help the Ebenezer campaign. Don't forget to go to For All Who Thirst to find out directions on all that. Don't forget to go to For All Who Thirst for pretty much everything and anything you want to know about Living Water. It's got our YouTube channel. It's got the story of how Living Water began. It's got our staff and leadership. It's got the calendar coming up. You can even find past sermons, past podcasts, the Right Now media link, all of that kind of good stuff on forallwhothirst.elephantface.org. Exactly. Am I right? I was think that, right? that was really close. I thought so. Let's I just go I... with it anyways. Yep. For all even who if thirst. That wasn't close. For all who elephant dots everybody. <laughs> For all who elephant dots everybody. Now that's a new for all who elephant dot com. And don't forget, fashion is a thing, and wearing a hat is cool. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie. Jesse, I love your face. Love your face.